Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Birds with friends coming at you. Bo Wolf, Sheila Kapadia from the Media House. At the Novacare Complex following a Monday OTA for the Eagles. And the big news of the day, everybody else in the media contingent finally catching up to a story I broke last year. The existence of one, Bosco, Boston Scott. Why don't you explain to the people who Boston Scott is for new listeners, you know? People who might not be familiar with every player on the roster, every little piece of nonsense that goes along. Like we talk about some. I do struggle with that. You know why I say this? Because I so I've been listening a lot to Everybody Hits, mm, which is great. Right. And there are times. Would you say it's great? I think we got. I mean, well, we got some time. It's early. I can give some like feedback later. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's early going. We're finding our footing. You know. And there are times I just have like no idea, well, you know, because you know I watch the Phillies. I do I struggle with that, the Phillies, but it's especially uh, with our show where it's like well, there's this this long anthology of the things we've talked about. But you I, you do have to sort of reset things for people. Oh sometimes. no, I, we're not explaining any jokes or anything like that. I'm oh, just yeah. talking about when we talk about it, like a, a fringe NFL player, <laughs> like he's Carson Wentz. You know, maybe we can give a little background from time to time. Boston Scott. A diminutive running back. Notice I'm asking you to do this because I have no idea about anything about him. Who joined the Saints last year as an undrafted rookie. was on their practice squad, and the Eagles signed him to their active roster later in the season. Uh, he had a couple nice kickoff returns with the Eagles. And uh, I would say that I'm his number one fan. Maybe not number one fan. I'm not his fan, but I'm his number one uh, advocate. advocate, yeah. Uh, proponent. I think he's. I think he's got a shot to make this team. Well, yeah. The reason you he's brought got him, some juice. The reason you brought him up, of course, is because Doug Peterson was asked about Darren Sproles' absence and who can fill that role. And it was kind of interesting that I, I thought he might, you know, mention right. three, four. There guys. was no hemming, no hawing. No hemming, no hawing. He, he goes, Boston Scott he <laughs> basically handed him the job today. And not only that, but he was like. <laughs> He looks a little bit like him, too. So it's like he was really playing up the fact that they're both small they're guys. Both short, and <laughs> like, uh, we don't have anybody else. Yeah. So uh, They both theoretically there. return, and, uh, you know, there's, he's literally filling his hole in the roster. Boy, if there's no other way to explain what a, like, uh, non-significant day this was, <laughs> it's the opening of the podcast with that whatever that was. Do you want to know? This is, this is the other way of uh, how... Insignificant this day of practice was. I uh, I I think the headline. I I was struggling to come up with the headline for the observations. I'm going with uh, basically hinting at DeAndre Hall's best day as an Eagle. Oh my gosh, boy! (laughs) That's going to drive the readership. So yeah, subscribe now. Another guy, no one knows who he is. Mm, That's right. Okay. 
All right, so what I mean, do you need to give your? I don't know. You like to do a little intro thing, but uh, I don't know if you. I don't have. I have. Had, I meant to actually tell you that you needed to come up with a game for this show, but oh, well, uh, you didn't tell. I me didn't that. tell you that, and I easily could have. And <laughs> and I uh, spent too long doing the practice observations, and now here we are with no plan and uh, nothing to talk about, as usual. Well, it was OTAs. We got to watch. Pra- this was, is Bird on the Street. You know, I don't like. Uh, I'm not a weather guy, but man, it was a beautiful. Oh, uh, it was a beautiful day today. Great day. I, I put this in the observations, but I I need a haircut so badly because <laughs> boy, these observations are gonna this is gonna be an all timer. I mean, I'm long overdue, and as uh, longtime listeners to uh, Eagles Beakley will know, you know, I am loyal. I only have one guy I trust to cut my hair, and it's a two hour drive away. And so, now you've got two days of practice today. You've got two Phillies podcasts you need to do this week. <laughs> Uh, I told you I'm working on something else, so you said you do both observations. Uh, you might be taking on a little more uh, than you can chew here. That might be the case. And, you know, a little wind today, like, my hair is blowing all over the place, and I know that it's, it looks silly, but I also, if I, go, if I go to the hat, i got to commit to wearing the hat all day long, because once I put on the hat, I can't take the hat off, then the hair is going to look terrible. That's fine. Where the, what's wrong with that? But I don't want to wear a hat all day okay. long. I don't want to go to bed at the end of the day w- with, like, terrible hat hair. I don't know what that's. You know? Like. No, I don't know. I have no hair. Okay. Uh, why don't I give you some of my thoughts from my very few? I have to tell you, when <laughs> when we decide before practice that you're doing observations, I am mostly checked out during that. Uh, I think that comes through in the observations. Today. Yeah, there are uh, there are a few. Oh, that comes through. In the observations. <laughs> there are a few things I notice here and there, but yeah, I really kind of need the observations to be paying attention. To better. be tuned in, I agree with that. But here are things I noticed. Zach Brown on the field for the first time. Yes. Somewhat interesting. Yes. Uh, I noticed him with the second team first, but then I also noticed him getting some reps with the first team sub package. Did you? Yeah. The first team sub package? Yeah. I didn't see that. It was later in practice. It was a team drill. I might have to amend the notes then. Yeah, he was out there. He was out there with the first team at one point. As Poe goes to send Pistol Pete a message or or fix something in the post. Yeah, so first he was with the second team, then he, he got a little bump there. Uh, with the first team, so that was interesting to see. I was uh, around his locker. He did some uh, some interviews afterwards. He kind of reminded me a little bit of like uh, Michael Bennett's younger, uh, smaller, stouter, like little brother he could have been, I felt. He had like the beard look going on. He seemed to have a little bit of the gift of gab. He was smiling. Like there were some leading questions about, man, it sucked in Washington last week. I mean, last year. Year, how great is it to be with? Or like, like last century? Yeah, how great is it to be with a competent organization? Mm. And he was like, "Yeah, that is true. It wasn't fun <laughs> for anybody there." But then he wouldn't go sort of all the all the way there. So uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We we've talked about that addition you, before. You know what's funny is I uh, my thought today on Zach Brown was maybe this guy may not even make the team. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? It's possible. I don't know. Anything's possible. Well, I mean. So the first team nickel defense today was was Nate Gary and Kamu Grugier Hill. Yeah, you know you've got L.J. Fort, who is a, a better special teams player and theoretically better in coverage. Nigel Bradham, that's four. I mean, Zach Brown's probably going to make the team, but yeah. I, I think uh, I think today was like for me, Zach Brown's not like he's not changing anything. He's not on this the team. savior now. I mean, who really cares? It's an off ball linebacker. It's it's one of you know he'll play one of. The- I will not sing. I I will not give the answer to this. But uh, my favorite um, self created uh, dirty parody song 
to the lyrics of a song are a Zach Brown band song. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I guess if we... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, well, Next time we have a meetup. Why don't maybe you do we'll... that on everybody else, just in case it uh, gets somebody in trouble? This will be nice. I'll tell you. When you have an idea that you're on the fence about, you let me know, and I'll tell you whether to do it here or, uh, or on that. The podcast. ombudsman asked me today if we were going to have a meetup this summer. Yeah, I think we should do a live pod, actually. I think that's a good idea. I was, uh, you know, as you know, I was at Helium on... Uh, oh, we got this is what I want to get into. Well, we'll yeah. get into that. That was Friday night, but... Uh, I feel like we could get a great crowd for that place. Does it, do you have to be stand up there? Can you do a live pod? Oh, good question. Wasn't that? It's not a big venue. No, it's not a big venue. Some tables. You have to order the, what the two drinks. Yeah. I'm just saying. All right. Okay. We got any listeners any who are list, in uh, yeah. involved in the helium? That would I, that would give us some like nice cachet too. Some that nice would. street cred. I feel like. Yeah, you know? that'd be good. Okay. So yes, I, I mean, think I think we'll do. A, I think we should shoot for a live pod this summer. That's a good idea. Maybe right before training camp, during training camp, something like that. Okay. All right. You're gonna you're gonna uh, no, take I'm the not, lead that, on this. That was my participation right there. <laughs> Next, tell me where to show up, and and that will be that. All no, right, we so, need an earnest. We need an earnest uh, call out for anyone who can help make that happen. Then. Yeah. All right. So that's Zach Brown. Uh, what else? All right, now this is a, it's kind of boring to talk about Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson. I mean, that's what we talk about, I feel like. I mean, can Carson Wentz throw the ball to someone else, please? Oh, really? You think it's too much Deshaun? <laughs> I think it's too much Deshaun. Okay. It's nonstop. Well, it's it, like he's cheating. Well, it should be. Like, because there should be a rule. Like, you're only allowed to throw it to him twice in practice. I disagree. It's like if Deshaun Jackson is going to go through this worthless <laughs> exercise of showing yeah, up to OTAs, that's, that's right. at least throw him the ball. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. I had this take on Deshaun Jackson, and this is in the category of reading way too much into a few OTA practices. But it feels like he's improved in like every area other than speed since we last saw him. And I'm not saying he's slow, but naturally you get older, you're going to slow down. But I feel like... I haven't seen him drop a ball, and he's making like nice, you know, uh, some of those yeah, catches are very catches, easy. Yeah. Uh, I feel like his ball skills are a little bit better. I mean, his ball skills have always been good, but he ran that one route. I don't know if it was like a, a slot fade or a wheel route, but he was running towards the slot sideline, right. and he had to adjust a little yeah. bit, and he made a nice grab. I think you're just forgetting how good he was. Okay. His route running, I think, is different. I think I, that's I remember probably uh, true. Our, yeah. our friend uh, Fran Duffy, when they were playing them last year. Right. I think in his eagle eye said like, wow, his route running is really, I think that's really correct. good. Yeah. So it just sort of feels like maybe he's making up for whatever he's lost in speed. And again, it doesn't seem like he's lost much. And sort of in these uh, other categories of being a wide receiver, it's possible. Yeah, that's possible. Continues. To well, it's like the classic, uh, classic athlete story. You know, you're, you get better at everything except for the physical athleticism. The pitcher who, uh, who develops the... Uh, yeah, I mean, New pitch like, in like his David West, like okay. David West. What did know. David West? Do? He didn't do anything. I just I'm okay. thinking of a guy like your your physical skills skills deteriorate, okay. but your mind is going quick enough that you can make up for it until okay. you know it doesn't uh, work anymore. Not quite know. what I'm saying, but okay. Uh, other you're thinking stuff. of like Tony Fossus. <laughs> you're you're going like a Jesse Orozco. What do you think about what do you think about our Nate Sudfeld at this point? I feel like this sort of not probably not discussed enough. It's sort of yeah. you're taken for granted. Like you had Nick Foles the past two years. You obviously want your starter to be healthy, but it's like, eh, you know, if he goes down, you can live with this guy. Like, can you live with the Nate Sudfeld for like a four to six game stretch? Is he going to kill you? Is he going to be competent? Do you have a, like a feel for that right now? I, I, 
Because some of these teams, they lose their quarterback for four to six games and their season's over. Yeah. I I think that he is not going to kill you, but he's not going to win you games. Okay. I mean, I think I think the one thing that, like, if it was last year, yeah, they'd be screwed. They've got enough offensive playmakers now, hopefully, where they okay, could be able to, to make something happen. Um, but four to six games, I think you're probably looking at uh, trying to fight for a wild card spot. Mm. It does feel like we're sort of, everybody's taking for granted that this guy's just going to be like a fine mm-hmm. backup. I don't know. That's my take on it. I feel like his, uh, the one thing he has going for him is his sort of his touch. Like downfield touch. Yes. I feel like that's his And then last strength. year in the preseason, that we did see that play out yeah. a little bit. Those are his best throws. Everything else, I don't know much about him. I mean, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a ton of arm strength. Seems like a likable guy, but that I mean, doesn't He seems get you like the far. most likable guy. Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to be enough. So, okay. That, that was just another take I had there. Uh, Doug Peterson's press conference, this Mac Collins injury... Is remains a mystery. We saw him for the first time today in a very long time. Maybe you did. He was on the side field. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Again, definitely yeah. don't pay attention right. to that. Yeah, I don't pay attention to the main field. Now. There was a the guy. Side. There was also a, a kid on the sideline who sort of looked like a short Mac Collins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> uh, Doug Peterson said he's optimistic that Hollins will be ready for training camp, but I think it's fair to take any commentary regarding optimism about Matt Collins with a giant, would you say a giant grain of salt or many grains of salt? That might be many grains of salt would be better. Okay, yeah. Are there different sizes of grains of salt? There are. There are. Yeah. Well, whatever. So would you, would you do it with like a, a building sized grain of salt? What is a grain of salt? What do you mean? What is a grain of salt? It's not like a one. Yeah. It's like a one little thing. Yeah. So how can there be different sizes? Because there are different kinds of salt. You know, there's there's a, a grain of sea salt is bigger sea than a grain of... Sea salt is big now. I'm in anything that says it has sea salt, I'm That's in That's one on. of those bu- buzzwords on a menu oh, that will yeah. get you all the time. I'm in. Yeah. There's an, I was, there was another buzzword the other day that I was thinking about that does... How do you feel about a, like a, a sea salt on like a... Don't they do that on like a chocolate chip cookie? Yeah, you know, they, they do that. I don't love. I don't love that. I don't I like love that. a sweet and savory. I mean, we've talked about this. I don't like a, like a chocolate covered pretzel. Oh, I love. Uh, that. I know. We've 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 gone over this. I don't think uh, we disagreement. have. No, I've said I don't like mixing it on like a, you know, the different types of foods like on a plate. Like I want them divided. If oh, totally. Like I, I think it was like a French toast and like a. Yeah, I do not egg. want syrup on, near my eggs. No, no yeah. chance. But I, I, I enjoy the. Chocolate if it's like a very, very subtle, just like one or two little things of sea salt yeah. on the cookie, I can get on board with that. It's a nice little hint. But uh, you don't want to notice it too much. No. Just like a slight. It's like, was that? Oh, about oh that, okay, that was. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to be cool. overpowered by the salt on a, on, a, on a sweet thing. Okay. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, menu buzzwords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt Collins. Yeah, so we'll see. Just I know there's like. I don't know. I feel like there's a segment of the fan base that really wants us to get to the bottom of this, and right. another segment who's like, "Why are you? Who cares?" You know what would be good is if is if we did like a um, reporting. Well, yeah, but if if that reporting then turned into like a serialized, uh, dramatic podcast of the story of Matt Collins' injury, like a six part series of uh you know with 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 dramatic uh you're joking right like now that. right i actually feel like there's an opportunity not for that but to do some type of like uh 
like a storytelling like a series. narrative like a yeah yeah i've thought I about that, that would be fun i think that would be fun i've thought about that all right all right, we, can get, we got to work. Yeah, I mean, you have no time for anything, so don't <laughs> don't volunteer for it. I can I can swing a third podcast. I'll that prob- takes even more work. I'll probably spend some time thinking about it and then decide I don't want to do it. I, we can let's do a little talk okay. offline about something that could work. All right, and, and the problem is there are like the restrictions with what audio we can use, right? Like when we interview people, is there what um, are the NFL regulations? Yeah. I don't think audio. We can, I don't think we can like go interview someone in the locker room and play it on here, like you guys do with Nick Pavetta. <laughs> I don't think. No, really, I don't think we're allowed to do. Is that. Is that true? Yeah, really. I don't know. You worked for an NFL team. Don't yeah, but the, the rules, rules are different when you work for the team. I know. None of us could do what you were able to do. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll think about not it. Not that you could have anyway. We'll think. Yeah, we'll probably think about it and not do anything. Okay. Uh, Miles Sanders still out. I think Adam Schefter reported about a hammy. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how we got that scoop. They downplayed it, but uh, you think he, you think he might be going down the Matt Collins train? No, I mean, but I don't know. <laughs> you're worried. It'd be nice if your new yeah. running back didn't have a soft tissue injury. It'd be nice in the beginning of uh, training camp. Uh, Doug Peterson said he expects all the veterans to show up. To why do you think the other veterans haven't gotten any heat? Like uh, you know, I, like well, Malcolm Peters Jenkins hasn't lane. gotten heat, but like no one talks about. I don't think that that means that he actually thinks that Malcolm Jenkins is going to be here next week. That's just what he's. That's what he has to say, posturing wise, as the head coach for a mandatory practice. You expect people to come to a mandatory thing. Well, there is a fine if you don't show up for that, right? Yeah, of course. But I mean, I I don't think that means anything about whether he, Malcolm Jenkins is going to come. Well, or here's not. what he's Malcolm Jenkins is going to do. This is the crafty veteran move, mm. which I don't know this why this hasn't spread league wide. You show up, but you don't do anything. He's in, the, he's in a baseball hat on the sideline, hanging out with his teammates a little uh, bit. But you want to bet whether he shows up next week or not? I think what he's going to do is what I just said. All right, I don't think he's going to be here. Oh, you got some info or just a no, feel? No, just, uh, just a All guess. Right, do a pasta fisio on that bad boy. Yeah. Now, Malcolm Jenkins was at the Carson Wentz softball game Exactly, so it's like Friday. the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. That's not a team event. That's a, uh, that's a teammate's event. All right. That's a great power move. You show up for like the QB's charity event, but you're not showing up. Yeah, for I think that's practices. great. That's fantastic. That's great. Teammates still love you. Yeah, you can, still can give the organization a little. Hey, yeah, throw some cash my way. I played every snap last year. Yeah, pay me my money. I really think I, you know, uh, I don't know that we've discussed what we think is going to happen, have we? I mean, I think they'll come to. But well, we did it when we we uh, said it was likelier that Malcolm Jenkins is going to be back next year than it was that the Warriors would. Lose in the NBA mm. Finals. Okay. Basically, we said that the least likely thing was that this would be his last year as an Eagle. I think something will be done in terms of his contract. I, I just think so don't know what the timing would be. You know, maybe uh, before training camp, during training camp, something. Yeah. Uh, but this right. isn't the guy you choose to make an example of got, or alienate. They've got cap space. It's, yeah, they'll be fine. Okay. They'll be fine. Plus, they've got DeAndre, DeAndre Hall on the come up. But the other veterans who haven't showed up, Lane Johnson, Jason Peters, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, well, Fletcher Cox. I think Alshon Jake. has been around, right? Has he? Or no? Uh, not, no. Our, not our practice. Alshon was also there on, at the softball game. Okay. So was Tory Smith. Tory Smith? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was that in your write-up? No. Oh, okay. He, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, didn't, he didn't play in the game. All right. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, I don't think... Any of that is a big deal. Hmm. 
But I don't know. Do you see that like Malcolm Jenkins? Do you see that Showtime announced they're doing a uh, like a documentary thing on Julian Edelman? No, really. It's called a hundred percent. Oh God! I guess the title "Juiced" was already taken. It was right. Yeah, wasn't there something with that Conseco? Yeah, probably a book. That's yeah, a book. A book. Right? Uh, yeah. Mark Fenrawada. Brendan Quinn. What is this Julian Edelman obsession? Who's obsessed? Uh, no, with him? Everybody. Nobody is. Who cares about him? He's. He's. I mean, this like this long shot Hall of Fame kid, like Schefter. It's, it's oh, like that's a joke. Come on. Guy's got juice pouring out of his eyeballs. That's. I, I don't suspect that that's going to do very well. That documentary. It's going to do very well in New England. Well, that's a small... Uh, Brendan Quinn of The Athletic. Phil Martelli. This is interesting. Been formally offered and accepted an assistant coaching job with Jawan Howard. Nice. I had seen that that was a possibility. Yeah. I uh, think I had seen that before Jawan, I knew Jawan Howard was going to be the head coach. Oh, I think I had seen it after he oh, would been, okay. but it, but that it hadn't been finalized. So good. Good for, good for Phil Martelli. I, I like a Phil Martelli. Okay. Big... Big Martelli fan. Really? Big Martelli fan? Yeah. Okay. What's not to like? Uh, I think some people could probably tell you things not to like. Okay. St. Joe's obviously didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're covering themselves in glory. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> Taking jabs at St. Joe's. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. That's all I have from uh, <laughs> practice. Did you have any... Uh, I know you just filed your observations. Is there anything else... Uh, I mean, I think Carson Wentz looks good, but like he should look good, right? But, My same take as last time on him, yeah. Some drops from uh, your boy, Arcega Whiteside. I saw one drop. I mean, some drops over the course of the two practices I've seen. One today. Okay. I heard about those strong hands. Eh, catching the ball's not that important. Oh, you know, here's the other thing we should talk about. Okay. Joe Douglas at practice today. Yeah. If you were Joe Douglas... You didn't have your binoculars. Was he... Did he have on some uh, Jets undies? <laughs> Jets undershirt, something? Tell me this. Yeah. If you were Joe Douglas, mm-hmm. and you were under the impression that uh, you, will be, you would be a good general manager, yeah, and knowing that you will probably only get one chance to do it, but also knowing that the opportunity, there's no guarantee these opportunities will come along oh, again. that's right. Would you take this job? Would you take your one shot with the Jets? A dysfunctional organization and a uh, power-hungry head coach who has uh, made it clear that he does not like to get along with people in the front office. You got a good quarterback? Maybe. depends. Maybe it depends on what you think of Sam Darnold. Certainly you could be deified if you turn that... that uh, franchise around in a big market, uh, but you taking your one chance with the Jets. He of course interviewed with the Jets this weekend. He did. You know, I was listening to uh, Manish Mehta of the New York Daily News, fellow sports Indian, on mm-hmm. WIP this morning. Okay, on my drive in, and he had some interesting points. He well, has uh, said that the job is Joe's to lose, right? Which I think, yeah, yeah. He pointed out that, uh, I didn't know this, Adam Gase, Sam Darnold, and Joe Douglas all have the same agent, Jimmy Sexton. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Sam Darnold, Adam Gase, and Joe Douglas all have the same agent, oh, Jimmy Sexton. Okay. Which, that stuff's always interesting to me. Yeah. That's 
That's very interesting. They worked together. For, he and Gase worked together for one year, which that relationship just seems it seems way overblown. I think that's exactly right. Like, what is this? This is a classic media trope. I think like they yeah. they overlap, and so you think they're they're. Bo- I, it it means much more to me that they have the same agent than it does that yeah. they work together for one year. That doesn't mean yeah. anything. So to answer your question, I think if I were advising Joe Douglas, I would say, I think I would say sit back and chill for a year. Okay. One more cycle of firings and firings. I mean, it is difficult because like you said, I mean, GMs don't get fired as much as coaches do. Correct. There's not going to be eight jobs open next year. The other thing that uh, Manish brought up is that uh, his family may sort of like it, and they're in South Jersey, and so the Jets job, you know, maybe you don't relocate. You know, mm-hmm. you can kind of just keep your family family stability for these guys. I mean, I don't know who cares they're about there. him, who doesn't. Right. I know he has kids. Um, you know, so there, I could see the uh, like that could be a real appeal because there's no, you know, you're not getting the Eagles job, I mean, right? Uh, so uh, the Giants, you know, who knows? They seem to be. Uh, Loving the moves, get them and so yeah. It's you know you don't want to work for Washington. Well, that's right. Ravens job isn't opening, so like, all right, this is if you don't want to move, like if that's important. That's to you, true. That's a good point. So there's that. So what, here, here's what the appeal would be: is that you don't want to move. Money's going to be good. These jobs don't come around all the time. You do have fifty. You do have final say on the fifty-three man, I believe. Oh, I thought that you you don't. No, I think you do. Oh, you do with this job. But I thought it was Gases. You don't yeah. have uh, no, but you don't have control of the coach. So, like mm. the coach doesn't report to you. You okay. both report separately to the owner. Okay. So if you think Gase is terrible, you know you can advise oh, them. I got a spoiler alert for you. Yeah, I Gase know. is terrible. That would be really hard for me. Is that? I mean, what are your odds of succeeding with that guy? It seems very low. I think it, it, it. To me, it depends on if you think Darnold is a stud. Okay. If you think Donald is a stud, then you know either he can carry Gase or you can get someone better than Gase eventually, and yeah. hopefully you can stick around. You can turn Darnold on Gase. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds team. like a little bit of fun, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Sammy. You just you shoot him like a weird eye thing in the middle of the, in the cafeteria. Go, uh, I don't know go go talk to uh, Christopher Johnson. Trust me. Try to make uh, yeah, try to make guy. some eye contact. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I think I would because I think the Eagles are going to be good this year. Yes. I mean, you know, even if they, they don't like have to win the Super Bowl, if they look competent, if they're in the playoffs, whatever, your star should still be shining as bright. But I don't know. I wonder if he knows like what his what people think of him around the league. Right. You know, you need that one ownership. It sounds thing. like he's I mean, to me, he's got a good press agent. Like yeah. his name comes up all the time. Yeah. He's always talked about as a well-liked football guy. But that's different than the person making the decision. Like that's true. That's true. So. Now, the flip side to the conversation is what impact do you think if he does take this job, what does that have on the Eagles? And I, I, think, I think about this differently. I'm not sure that it's like a huge... I like Joe Douglas. Yeah. Well, you should. He loves We're you. buddies. Mentions you know. your name every... Yeah. Do you think he'll mention... If he takes the Jets job... Do you think you'll get name dropped in the intro? If I show up to the press conference, he'll he'll mention me, yeah, for sure. What if you don't show up? Then I don't think so. Okay. Well, among this is as 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 I told Bo Wolf down at the down at the senior bowl. Right. And everyone will go. <laughs> um 
I feel like you have to show up at the moment. <laughs> You're going to have to go cover that for us. Can you do everybody hits in the car on your way to Florham Park? I don't okay. see why not. All right. Um, I don't know if there is evidence that like Joe Douglas has really nailed uh, draft stuff with the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, you look at their most recent drafts. Their best draft was the one when it was just Howie. The Carson Wentz, Siamalu, Vitae, Jalen Mills draft. The next year, Derek Barnett, good pick, I think. Uh, Sidney Jones, not looking so great. Rasul Douglas, third-round pick, solid, fine. Pumphrey, bad. Gary, fine. That's a, I mean, that's a, that's a, depending on if, if Derek Barnett hits what he should hit, that's a pretty good draft. Next year's draft, not a lot of players, but also pretty good, depending, you know, considering what they had, Goddard and Maddox. Um, and then this year, obviously too soon to tell, but we also don't like, we have no sense from the outside of, of even how strong Joe Douglas's say in those decisions are. So, uh, I think the bigger loss would be just depending on who Douglas is able to take with him, sort of the structural integrity of the scouting staff. It would be a a pain to have to uh, reorganize too much, but other than that, I don't think we know that it's like some big loss. I think it's more of a perception that like how he needs a football guy with him and he's the football guy. Well, I do think it had, it feels like the front office right now has a good balance of different skill sets. Mm-hmm. You have the sort of analytically minded group that is not Joe Douglas. He's he's Correct. the other side sort of the um you know background on these players, toughness, mental fortitude. And so I yeah, think You know he's a football guy cuz he wore a sweatshirt today. I think when the Eagles do well is that, you know, relatively well, is they're looking for the, for the formula to uh, mix all these things together and come up with the best process for deciding on players. So I think that's where they would miss him. I mean, Howie Roseman did say he was giving Douglas, like, a lot of credit and his staff at that last press conference before the draft, remember? Mm-hmm. He was like, I come in late in the process, and uh, these right. guys have done all the le- legwork. So... And the other thing is also just like a level of competency in terms of like the lack of infighting, which, you know, mm-hmm. there have been some uh, yeah. lovers' quarrels during the Howie Roseman era, for That's sure. definitely true. And it seems like Douglas has a good way about him in terms of being able to work. So maybe this is a plus for him to work with Adam Gase. Right. I don't know. Maybe this is why the Jets really want him. But in terms of being able to work with different types of people, not laying down, having his voice be heard, but not being antagonistic. I mean, those things are like, that's like one of the most important skills probably for the GMs. I yes. mean, you know, everybody looks at who's a good talent evaluator and do they really exist? I don't know. It's sort right. of... Right. And if, and, and if they do, it's a very right. small margin. It's slim. So do you have a good process? Can you work well? Are you listening to other people's opinions? Like all those things, again, we don't know for sure. From what it seems like, what we observe, people we talk to, it seems like he's pretty good in those areas. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Also worth noting that we we have noted in the past that Jeffrey Lurie has sort of uh, not taken the opportunity to praise Joe Douglas publicly when he has in the past, over the past year or so. Could, could be completely unintentional, but... Um, that is the case. Could be that he just knew the guy wasn't going to be here for a long yeah. time, regardless. And right, you know why that could I, be the intention. Right. Why am I going to go out of my way to give him the credit? Right. When then six months from now, my first question will be, "Well, you said Joe Douglas was this, and right. you know." Um, and the more you praise him publicly, probably the better the odds are that he leaves. 
because yes. other people and are. And also, right. you know, you're giving less credit then to, not intentionally maybe, but you're discrediting whatever, Howie Roseman, other people right. in the organization. So, uh, yeah, it, it has been odd. I mean, we weren't here when I guess the one year he said Joe Douglas was their biggest offseason addition, right. like players included. Since we've gotten here, he hasn't. And that was the year, that was the offseason in which they had uh, Patrick Robinson and Chris Long and LeGarrette Blunt and. Uh, drafted Donald Pumphrey. Drafted Donald Pumphrey, big yeah. pump. Can't make the clump <laughs> and the tump. Still on the team, though. The Douglas thing is kind of the biggest storyline of the week, really, right? I mean, yeah. you would expect something here to be resolved sooner rather than... Well, that and DeAndre later. Hall's big day. Yeah. Okay. DeAndre Hall, I would say, is the most prolific in-practice dancer on the team. Yeah, I, don't know if you I agree. made that note last year for sure. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Good for you. You noticed him. Yeah. Okay. Back when I paid attention. Yeah. Well, you were doing the observations that yeah. day. All right. That seems like plenty of Eagles talk. Okay. Tell me about your evening out on the town in in, uh, in Philadelphia. We saw the Wolf family. That was great. That was nice. I got to tell you, Casey very at home at a at a beer garden. I'll uh, tell you that. Loves one. a beer garden. You know what? What's <laughs> funny? He went to three beer gardens this weekend. That really? was the first of three. Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, big weekend for him. Big weekend. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got to tell you the play the play I made. You know, we were hanging out. I was thinking, okay, I gotta get, I gotta get out of here to get to the the Carson Wentz press conference yeah. before the game. Holding, holding. You know, we're ha- I'm having a good time. I didn't want to leave. I, I I was having a lovely time. I wish that I had not had to go to the softball game and could have stayed uh, longer. Yeah. Pushed it longer. Pushed it longer. Last last second. This is my last chance. I'm probably gonna miss the press conference. Made some moves. Getting out of the city mm-hmm. on the highway. You know. As as you know, my crowd walking ability, best second best in the world. Okay. Uh, and Who's I first? get someone I don't know. It's oh. just I, I I believe that out there okay. is someone they got to keep chalky. they got to keep pushing me. You know, okay. they're my carrot. Uh, and I made it. I, I, I like the press conference is scheduled for whatever it was five forty five, five forty seven. I'm I'm walking in. There's Carson just about to walk in. Made oh. it just in time. You don't waste Beautiful. any time. That's good efficiency. It was fantastic. As someone who could we- not have made any better play. As someone who waited in that uh, room for like 20, 30 minutes last year, I think you had, I think you had the better move. Got my question in. It was great. Wrote the story, for those who haven't seen it. Story that uh, commenters just said I was born to write. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing from the Pulitzer Committee. Okay. So, yeah, we had a little... Let, let me tell you, let me tell you uh, some of the best tools I saw at the softball game on Friday okay. night. Best power... Richard Rogers easily. Wow, it was unbelievable. Okay, he was he was launching him into the stands. Well, I saw him leaving the uh, facility before we got to the locker room today, so maybe he just goes to the batting cage. He was, I mean, and, and a really nice swing too. Okay, I like a good uh, swing. Like so, like Jake Elliott's got a really nice swing, and he he hit you know a lot of home runs yeah. in the home run derby, but they were just clearing the fence. Richard Rogers, we're talking light tower power. How do you feel about a nice swing? But, like, the numbers just don't reflect. Like, the player's not that good, but the swing is beautiful. That's fine with me. Travis Lee. That's who Do you think Travis Lee had a good swing? Yeah, that sort of nice and easy swing. swing. When the, when the mm. Phillies uh, acquired him, was that the Schilling trade? Yeah, the, you know, it was like, like Brett Gardner's got the worst swing. Just, okay. just hate that swing. Right. Um, Richard Rodgers, also best arm. Wow. He was the best, he was the best player. Apparently. Uh, Jake Elliott, second best player. Okay. Fantastic, all around. 
uh, probably the highest hit tool. And Jake Elliott has a great uh, is a great golfer too, right? and a great tennis player. Really? Oh, he's the best athlete on the team, probably. That sounds like an article idea. And uh, fielding, I would say uh, between uh, Elliott and Deshaun, even though Deshaun made an error, just like to see him cover ground when he's going like twenty percent speed, fantastic. Although he did, you know, make a couple business decisions. Good for him. Yeah, as he should. Was on the same uh, Little League team as Richard Sherman. Oh, that's right. And was uh, considered a draftable prospect in high school. Mm. um, And uh, I I guess that's about it. I'm I'm, I'm anxious to hear your uh, your Uh, Just a couple notes here. So, wife and I had a little night out on the town. This is great. Your wife wife said that, uh, you know, as we were were Uh having a drink that... uh, this is your thing now. You get a, you get a couple of drinks in you at a new place and you, you bust out the notes app. <laughs> For the podcast. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm very excited. A uh, couple people just, you know, being jerks. Let's start with that. We get in the hotel elevator and the guy is, uh, one guy's bringing up a little room service to one of the rooms, one of the workers at the hotel. Okay. And uh, there's like a, a couple, you know, older than us, but whatever. They must be visiting... Philadelphia, I don't know from what terrible place they are, uh, but they're like, oh. Is this at the end of the evening? Or no, this the, was before I saw you. When you first you. checked in. Yeah. Who's uh, ordering room service at that time of I day in the middle of Philadelphia? Yeah, I don't know. But they were like, um, oh, you do room service too, you know, do you, you do it all. I guess they saw him at the bar or whatever. Okay. And so and then he leaves and the guy says to his wife, he's kind of good at a lot of things, but not very good at anything. What? What kind of freaking what is jerk that? do you have to be? He's looking at me for a courtesy laugh. I went straight stone cold. What is that? No reaction. Just looked straight ahead. I was very close to saying something to the guy. Wow. So that was the worst person I uh, came across Friday. Wow. And it was a visitor. You know, Philadelphia gets a bad rap. This guy wasn't even from Philadelphia. That's tough. Just I, don't, being yeah, a complete I, don't like, I don't like that guy one bit. Really? I He's probably the something. guy who left the empty box of uh, Wawa Donuts in my cubicle this morning. Hmm. I should have said On something. On the warpath. Uh, what's your move? What would you say if you're trying to, I think I already told you this part, but let's say you're at a restaurant, bar, whatever. You're not sure where the, um, place places to relieve yourself mm. and you're going to ask an employee, what do you say? So where's the bathroom? You say like, Hey, that's it. Just, you, you just, you just say, where's the bathroom? You can make eye contact. No, I say like, Hey, do you know where the, or can you tell me where the bathroom is? Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Would you ever say... <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever Uh-oh. say, Miss, Miss, where's the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so that guy was terrible. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, how do you feel about uh, aioli? Uh, very overrated. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like an aioli anytime. I don't I mind have. an aioli, but but okay. uh, the proliferation of aioli does not match the... Uh, the payoff. I like an aioli whenever I had one. I mean, it's just mayonnaise. Okay. It's a fancy word. Yeah? Are you sure? I mean, you're mixing some stuff in with mayo. Okay. Uh, I have no idea why I wrote this down or what the uh, <laughs> circumstances were, but you know what you don't see a lot more of? Did, did you do it when you were, did like road trips as a kid mm-hmm. and uh, you know you or one of your siblings had to go to the bathroom? Like we all the time would just stop on the side of the highway... Pull over. I've thought about that. You don't and see that as much these days. No one does that yeah. anymore. Is that frowned upon? I mean, probably safety-wise it should be, I suppose. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Like, we did every true. road trip we did, we were doing that. 
Uber driver more, and two more. Yeah, I mean, may, oh, what are there like? Are there just more places to stop now? I don't it. know. Yeah, I don't know. Again, you ever, you, have you ever had to do the uh, emergency uh, relieve yourself into a bottle as you're driving? I've never done this. No, I have, I have done it. Yes. Okay. This one, I don't want to give away the place. I think I found the best public restroom in Center City. Mm. I'm not going to give away. If you really want to know, maybe, uh, uh, how, how should we do this? If we get like... Uh, hashtag, we... hashtag Shields Paradise? No, no, I want iTunes. Uh, I want uh, Apple Podcast reviews. Yeah, good. good 25 care. reviews. <laughs> 25? I don't want to give up this information. Okay. I'll give you time. About 25 reviews between now... And what do you think? The start or the end of minicamp next week? That's a lot the of time. The end of minicamp. All right. So from now on. Hashtag this, Shields Toilet. Well, I mean, it's going to be the Apple review. You don't really have to hashtag it. Yeah, but just so we can count. All right. So if we get 25 r- reviews, then I will disclose where that is. Okay. Outstanding. Uh, what else do I get? <laughs> oh, you know what? I heard you and uh, Matt Gale talking about MDW. Yeah. And uh, in the Kapadia household, we do MDW means a very different thing. My... No, you're already wrong. So before I think I... What was the thing about... Uh, oh, Mommy be losing it. Remember that one? Mm, Mama B. So, you know, I don't just do that when mommy's, when Mama's doing something good. You gotta uh, recognize that too. So we do a little... <laughs> Wait, let me make sure I get the jingle right. Oh, yeah, so you do. M-D-W, 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 doing work. <laughs> doing work. Mama, Mama doing work. Mama doing work. So, you know, if Mama comes up with something big, you give a little M-D-W. I like that much more than Memorial Day. I weekend. say that yeah. all the time. It's from, you know, you know it was I bet week. she is. I bet she is doing work most yeah. of the time. There was that Kobe doing work thing. What was mm. that? Like, a, like an Edelman documentary or something? Yeah. So, yeah, we do M-D-W. We're doing work. Ooh, I like that. Uh, do you did you notice this MDW Memorial Day weekend thing? It's just caught up. Like, yeah, no, I, I just think out of nowhere. I actually think I was doing the jingle at home, and my wife said, "You okay. know, people do that for Memorial Day weekend." I had never seen it before. I didn't know. Uh, how like do you feel like a, like such a snob or like a jerk when you do the signal to ask for the check? Is this, this I don't is tough. like that feeling. I don't like that feeling either, yeah. but there are times when, I mean, you need... Yeah, I had to. You, you got to get it. Now, do you just do... This is not going to come across well in the audio, but you just do the... Yeah. This thing? What else is there? Yeah. One finger up, I guess, to just get yeah, them to come over and I ask guess. for it? No, I do... Yeah. I mean, I don't do it often. I, I probably know. make up for it by uh, feeling guilty and tipping a little extra or something like that. Okay. Uh, I feel improv is overrated. What do yeah. you think? Yeah. Seems like a good idea, and then I say it, and I'm I think, really well, here's it. my thought on improv. Improv at, like, the 95th percentile and up is good. Okay. And anything below that is just bad. Tough to get through, It's right? like, yeah, like, I'd rather see a, I'd rather see a 35th percentile stand-up comedian than an 80th percentile st- improv group. Okay. I'm, I'm winding down here, don't worry. Uh, for the Jeffrey Lurie story... I was in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, I had did a little lunch by myself. If you notice, sometimes like a, a waitress, like when they say thank you, it's it's almost like it pains them. Like, thank you so much. 
Like it's that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I think that's more of like a vocal inflection that has okay. uh, taken over the, right. taken over parts of the country as opposed to them oh. okay. being know. pained. It to always feels weird. Be in your presence. Yeah, it feels like it's like a whiny, like, I don't know what it is. But Little vocal what, fry? Yeah, I don't know what you would call it. All right. I think that's most of it. Well, how was the, how was the show at Helium? Yeah. Oh, you're throwing yeah. her under the bus, huh? Who? The comedian. Alright, it's fine. The crowd okay. enjoyed it. Did your did your wife have a good time? She enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Did you read this piece I sent you on uh, dentistry? I'm the about halfway of... through. Okay. You let's... know, it's that thing where I where I pull it up on my phone and I I click it on the Slack, but then if I don't read the whole thing in that one sitting, it's going to be work for me to remember to go back to it. Okay. Well, I'll remind you. We'll but we, I, I, it's about, good timing. We I, I, I went to the dentist on Friday yeah. for the first time in too long. Right. We'll save that one. Let's save that one for the next spot. You're famously anti-dentite. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Doctor Kusis was my man. That I mean, I'll tell you what though. That the, the lead in that story is bonkers. Yeah. Okay. How's Casey with the uh, constipation issue? Gets still. I don't think he's... Pretty regular? Yeah, he's pretty regular. It's in, uh, <laughs> well, Leela started... Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say started doing this thing, but when she, uh, you know, when it's been a while, she says, her knee hurts. <laughs> and we say, okay. and now we know what it is. Right. So I don't know. I think she believes there's something where you eat the food and then uh, rather than going where it's supposed to go... It enters your leg and it goes to your knee, and your knee starts to hurt. It just missed it. It missed it on the way down. And uh, man, she is uh, she's generally a very pleasant uh, little girl, but when that <laughs> when constipation hits, she is like, you know, I had an uncle like once he uh, he came from India and he was dealing with a little constipation, like he was ready to fly back. Really? <laughs> because uh, it was, it, some people it really gets to. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So why don't we? We haven't that? had that. We haven't had that. Haven't had that issue. Fortunately, the key, thing that Casey does do is he makes a very funny face. Okay. When he's when he's doing his business, it's like a. Well, well no one can see it's that. Like it's like a smile. It's like a. It's like a fake. It's like a fake smile. Okay. But. Yeah, I'm very good at the fake smile. Some people I, think I'm pleasant on occasion. I mean, I would say I would I would guess that like ninety five percent of your smiles are fake smiles. Oh, how dare you? I think you and my wife said that I don't like to laugh, which I took offense to. <laughs> I love to laugh. I enjoy a good laugh. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that'll that was do a it. Doozy of a pod, right there. That was a great pod. That'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back on Wednesday. We've got another OTA. So who knows? Hopefully, what more constipation break. talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Will Joe Douglas be a member of the Eagles organization when we next record a podcast? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to call a recording of a podcast for later tonight. I, you, we did it. I do got to say, you know, you've, you've questioned my, uh, my priorities. Birds with friends took precedence today. You may be regretting that decision. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back on Wednesday. And remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts with hashtag Shields Toilet so that we can find out where it is that he's got a special special place. Uh, for Shield, I'm Bo. And as always, we love you.
friends.